It's been an uncomfortable few days in the Senate for the multi-millionaire partners at Australia's major consulting firms. The scrutiny began after revelations that PwC used its contracts with the federal government to acquire confidential tax information, then passed it on to corporate clients. But that's not all that's wrong with the industry. Business ethics expert Professor Elizabeth Sheedy of Macquarie University has been watching this scandal unfold. They have become very large commercial enterprises. They are very profit-focused. And unfortunately, at times, it seems that they're willing to cut corners in order to achieve profit objectives. These organisations started as professional partnerships founded on the principles of strong professional values. And sadly, they seem to be going by the wayside in some cases. My concerns are not just about what has been happening with the use of the consulting firms by government, but really in, in industry more broadly. Both government and big business for many years have been trying to cut costs, trying to be as efficient as possible. We've seen a hollowing out of many layers of management. Then they call in consultants to assist them as need be. Supposedly, the consultants are providing independent advice, but I have concerns about at times the quality of that advice and whether it represents good value for money and is really in the best interests of the organisation. Yeah, well, this is a question, I guess, that plagues the entire consulting industry, not just those who work for government. Are consultants increasingly used as a form of political cover, including in the private sector, to make decisions that businesses know and governments know will be unpopular? Well, hey, look, the consultants have recommended it. It's not really up to us anymore. I think that is exactly what happens in many cases. It's credibility for hire or opinion for hire. If you're wanting to get a particular project approved or to pursue a particular avenue that may not be readily accepted, what you could do is perhaps pay a consultant to provide a supposedly independent report to back your position and help you to achieve your objectives. But we're starting to really question just how independent are they really? Because ultimately, they want to generate revenues. And I guess there has to be some concern. Are they really just saying what the client wants to hear rather than what the client needs to hear? So that's the point, I guess, at which professionalism might at times break down. Well, they're certainly being well paid for it. $10 billion to the big four over the past 10 years. Is the public getting its money's worth? It's clear that the senior partners make a lot of money. We've got people on multi-million dollar salaries. There is a strong argument that maybe Rather than paying all of this money to consulting firms, would it not be better to spend the money to build up internal resources and capability that are going to be valuable resource in the long term and result in better decision making over time? I think there is real questions over value for money. Do you, as an ethicist, have you detected problems with this, you know, and it is a very clear ethical challenge, companies simply not providing, these consultancies not providing the service that they promise? 
Absolutely. So let me give you a, a prime example, which actually relates to their core business, the audit of statutory accounts for large listed companies. This audit service that they provide is really the core of the business. The evaluations that ASIC conducts, okay, so ASIC is our regulator of securities markets and so forth, what they have found in their work is that a significant number of the audits are not to an adequate standard. We're talking about up to 25, even 50% of audits conducted being below par. What that means is that the firms are taking on these audit engagements, but not allocating sufficient resources to get the work done appropriately. So the audit reports that are provided actually don't do the job that they're supposed to. So there's clear evidence that the quality of the audit work is not there. So you have to wonder whether that lack of quality extends into all areas of, of the consulting practices. So I, I think these are a major ethical problem here. Add to that the problems with exam cheating, we know that managing conflicts of interest is a really crucial part of managing these consulting firms well because conflicts of interest are just endemic. One of the really fascinating things to come out over the last few years is that there was systematic exam cheating at KPMG over a number of years. I'm talking about the exam that specifically deals with handling conflicts of interest. 422 KPMG staff took part in systematic exam cheating on exactly the issue of managing conflicts of interest. Professor Elizabeth Sheedy of Macquarie University. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.